Welcome to the Sword Up and Empowerment Academy podcast. Our mission is to empower young people to take charge of their own futures and turn their entrepreneurial dreams into reality. Each week, we'll be bringing you expert insights and practical advice from successful entrepreneurs, leaders, and industry experts to help you navigate the challenges of starting and growing your business. Whether you're just getting started or looking to take your company to the next level, we've got you covered. So join us and let's empower the next generation of leaders and innovators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Startup and Empowerment Academy podcast. Today, we are thrilled to introduce Ms. Jennifer Subang, the CEO of SF Group of Companies. Jennifer's entrepreneurial journey spans various sectors including drone technology, agriculture, construction, cold chain management, and trading, showcasing her diverse expertise. With a background of over 15 years in the agri-tech industry, Jennifer brings a wealth of experience to our conversation. So in today's episode, we are delving into the impactful work of SF Group, exploring everything from innovation and technology to sustainable farming practices. Our goal is to unravel the intricate world of agri-tech and shed light on its potential to revolutionize food production. So without further ado, grab a seat, relax, and join us for this enlightening discussion with our special guest. Hi, Jennifer. We're delighted to have you with us today. Yeah. Hi, Al. Yeah. Thank you for, for this invitation. Can you please tell us a little bit about AgriDom and how it's trying to solve the issue of food insufficiency and the loss of agricultural lands due to industrialization in the Philippines. Okay, so just give um, allow me to give you a short backgrounder of uh, Agridom. Actually, Agridom is coined from the words agriculture, digitalization, optimization, and modernization. So we offer products and services uh we are into uh the innovative uh to the innovative technology based solution uh provider which through the use of um, tools um uh gadgets and software particularly for the agricultural sector and then we started and we discovered the use of the agricultural drone so uh, so this is a product that we started with. In fact, we come up with this idea because we're coming from um, uh, the sector we're in. We ourselves is also uh, a farm owner. Okay, so in Davao, we also have our own, uh, you know, small Cavendish banana plantation. So if you are aware with this kind of um, plant crop, it's very heavy in terms of um uh, crop protection, so particularly for the fungicide spraying, uh, and then it is being done on a weekly basis. Well, our farm was located in a highland area. Then mostly these are, you know, in the location. The location is on the mountainous or hilly area. When we took over this family-owned farm way back in two thousand nineteen, uh, we found out that the cost of our labor is very high. You know, because because of the the nature of because of the slopey um uh terrain of the the farm, the efficiency of the manual you know, the human labor is very low. 
Okay, so based on the computation, that's why uh, the, our labor cost is very high. And then during that time, we are not the first here in the Philippines to introduce this kind of uh, technology. In fact, there are already other companies do it that uh, introduce such. So we tried to contact them, and then we found out that during that time, some of those companies are no longer, you know, existing, or it seems that they're uh, they're no longer offering the services. And we've been hearing a lot of horror stories, in fact, with the use of the agricultural drone during those times. So we were wondering how come, yeah, I mean, uh, the reception and then the adaptability is not that uh, good. So we found out that, yeah, during that time, uh, some of these uh, players where uh and also the drone during uh, that time is also not yet that matured or developed. So we came in maybe just a uh, uh the right uh, time or let's say luck. In fact, um when we started uh looking at the uh, the potential, we are not just going to buy the drone. In fact, we we applied for a dealership. So meaning to say, we have to import a lot or a fleet of drones. And at that time, the cost of one unit is very, very high. It costs more than a million to, you know, to buy one really? unit of drone. Yes. And just imagine, you know, why will you invest with such kind of uh, uh, gadget, you know, uh, equipment without having an assurance that it will really address your issue or your problem with the farm? Our issue is actually the high cost of labor, okay? So we have thought that when you use these drones, okay, this agricultural drone for say for spraying, it will address the issue in terms of the efficiency, you know, it will improve the efficiency of the manual uh, labor. And then at the same time, it will eliminate uh, uh, our wastage in terms of um, farm inputs, Okay, and then of course, uh, you know, it will lessen, uh, if not at all, eliminate the exposure of our labor on the pesticide. Okay, so these are some of the major issues that why we're considering the use of drone jury that time. And then, so now here in the uh, Philippines, we all know for a fact that agriculture is the least digitalized sector, right? And as a group of companies being in the uh, uh, agribusiness, most of our companies are engaged in the agriculture sector from providing inputs down to, uh, you know, from input to food. So meaning to say from providing inputs down to marketing the produce up to the consumer side. So uh, we have thought that what, how can we digitalize? You know, how can we, yeah, aside from the mechanization, we already uh, modernized and digitalized the agriculture sector. So we have thought that maybe if we're going to start introducing the use of this agricultural drone, it will help. There's a lot of challenges, you know, and problems we have in the agriculture sector here in the Philippines. Okay, so that's why when we brought, we introduced, okay, first uh, with the use of uh, drone we have thought that maybe, you know, somehow it will address uh, the one that I have mentioned in regards to the efficiency. Uh, just imagine how fast, you know, uh, because it's from manual to uh, automated, okay? So if we're going to finish maybe a hectare uh, in terms of spraying, 
perhaps around two to three hours. Now it can be done in seven minutes. So just imagine the, the time that you were able to save okay, in terms of this uh, laborious uh, method of uh, spraying. Then aside from that, because it's precise, so what we advocate is the precision technology. Now that you're using this, um, uh, the, the drones right now are AI-powered already. So if you say precise, therefore, if you're going to map out that you're going to spray this area from point A to point B, it will only spray in that area. It will not go to the other farm. Okay. So, and you will be assured that when your delivery rate is saying, okay, at 20 liters per hectare, it will spray evenly 20 liters per hectare. Unlike when you do the manual, you know, you don't know if this area, okay, maybe too much water or I mean too much uh, delivery, this part, uh, no. Maybe not at all, <laughs> or maybe you sprayed in other area. So yeah, you know, these are some of the things that um, uh, the technology, how this technology was able to address, you know, somehow the uh, our issues in the in the agriculture space. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing! Now, can you please uh, share any success stories or notable projects that you've been a part of using Agridom's agricultural drones? Okay, uh, we are actually part of the study uh, with Phil Rice in uh, regards to the number of kilos of inbred uh, rice seeds to be applied per hectare. Um, traditional, uh, the conventional, the traditional uh, method of application, which is uh, the manual broadcasting of the seeds. And if they're using the inbred uh, type of uh, rice seeds, they are applying around... Uh, 80 to, I think, 80 to 120 kilos per hectare. So together with Phil uh, Rice, we did, um, we did a study. In fact, we did it for three, two to three cuppings already. And then uh, during that study, we tried different um, uh, kilos or in terms of application per hectare. And we found out that at 40 kilos, Per hectare is it yields good uh, result in terms of productivity and also in terms of cost. So just imagine the savings that you that our farmers were gonna get, right? Like instead of um, spreading or using eighty to one hundred twenty kilos, it reduces almost half or a third only of what has been uh, conventionally uh, done or practiced. So that's one. And then um, right now, I'm also proud to say that, uh, you know, our first adopters really of the use of the drone, uh, of the agricultural drones are the banana, the Cavendish banana plantations and growers. Right now, I'm happy to say that almost, I mean, majority, if not all, are already uh, adopting this technology. In fact, there's one uh, multinational company which we have uh, partnered with, and they're also one of those uh, early adopters. They even uh, require that all their growers, you know, those that um, uh, supply them their, their banana, the minimum requirement is they're using drone. Yeah, for their spraying. Because you know why? You know what? Uh, aside from uh, the advantages that uh, it you know, it brings to the to the growers like cost savings, uh, one of the challenges that we have right now for the Cavendish banana because if you are aware, 
Did you know that Philippines is the second largest exporter of Cavendish banana in the world? Wow. Yeah. But right now, um, I think we're uh we slide down to number five. Oh. Yeah. So for the past uh two years in 2020 and 2021, well, it's also pandemic. Our um production has reduced to what almost uh, uh to half, you know, to half um millions of uh kilos or tons that we uh that we used to uh to export. Well, aside from maybe of course one of the factor is uh the the status during the COVID time, but also because of the spread of the disease. And then uh, this dreaded disease uh, is from, of the Cavendish banana is a soil-borne disease. Therefore, if there are too many people, you know, um, uh, the footprints they have on the farm, so when they do the manual operation, it, they, it also means without proper biosecurity or disinfectation that uh, they're also transferring the disease from one area to the other area. So they also attribute or contribute to the to the spread of the disease. Now, with the use of a drone, they were able to you know minimize the the possibility of the spread of this disease. So that's one. Um, there's still a lot of um uh things that we we wanted to you know uh to share and be able to. Uh, to spread this technology not just for the for the banana for the rice but all for other crops. In fact, that's one of the advocacies that we have right now because for the past you know for the past three years, only those um in the banana and the pineapple uh multinationals the exporters were able to uh, to benefit you know this technology. So right now, what we did is we expanded. You know, and share it to other crops such as for rice, corn, and then even for sugar cane, then hopefully for mango. And also soon, if we can work together, um, I think, I'm not sure if you were aware that uh, Basilan um, was declared a state of calamity due to the uh, the spread of this disease called it pestilopathy. I hope I pronounced it correctly. And um, that's the um, fungus that uh, is rapidly spreading for the rubber, for the rubber trees. And um, the province of Basilan has already declared a state of calamity. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, um, help mitigate uh, this disease, not just only for Basilan, but for all other uh, regions. Because like, for example, in Mindanao in Davao, we have also that one in North Catabato area. We have also quite a number of uh, rubber plantations there. So hopefully we'll be able to introduce uh, this technology and how it can help uh, at least mitigate the, the spread of the disease. That's quite awesome. Now, please tell us, how do you see the use of agricultural drones impacting the global food supply and addressing food security issues in the future? Well, we have to treat that this kind of um, gadgets, these are just a tool that will help us farmers or producers. It's not going to re really replace us, but we have to think it as a uh, a tool to help us to aid us in our production so having said that 
you you notice that most of our uh, uh planting you know the farm uh farm practices you know the farm productions are mostly done manually okay so when we do majority of those uh practices manually therefore we we are uh uh we are extending a lot of, of waste okay not just only our time but also our resources meaning to say we're putting a lot of uh farm inputs you know uh uh yeah uh, more rather than this is just the only uh amount that we need with that um you know, if we're able to uh, attain efficiency in terms of our production, that means that we're able to reduce our cost. You know, how great it would be that we'll be able to reduce our cost and at the same time, improve our productivity, okay? Increase our production. So with that, it will definitely help us address the global food supply and food security issues because we're able to continue to produce uh, food at the least possible cost and optimize, you know, the and optimize and maximize the production, increase production, and at the end, you know, it's more of the what's the profitability of the farmers, right? Um, I've been telling this. What are the what are your whys? Why why are you doing this? You know, it's very. Uh, the one that we've been doing right now, advocating, you know, we spend a lot in terms of marketing, doing, going here and there just to show them that, hey, there's this technology, it will really help uh, you. And of course, it will help us in the, the, the country itself, our economy. With all these challenges, why do we continue to do this, you know, do this uh, advocacy? It's because we believe that, you know, when our farmers will be able to produce Okay, reduce their costs, improve their efficiency, then they will yield um higher production, right? Why? Why are we doing it? Why are we why do we care? It's because so that they will continue to plant, you know, they will continue to plant. Why? So that we will continue to live. <laughs> okay. So if our farmers are happy, then they will be the more so motivated to I mean, to plant rather than sell their lands and change it to subdivisions or to real estate, right? So these are, you know, our advocacy right now. That's why uh, I'm very, we're very, very passionate in um, spreading this uh, uh, this uh, technology, making it accessible, making it available. In fact, I'm happy that we have this platform to be able to, you know, to spread uh, this advocacy Noting that oh, it's a CN youth, right? Uh, by the way, I just like you to know also that the average age of our um operators, drone operators, is less than twenty five years old. Meaning to say, wow. it's also our avenue to bring back the youth to love farming and to go back to agriculture. So it's just like they were playing PS four, you know. So yeah, so that's why they love to uh to operate the drones. This time it's just. You know, bigger. Uh, they used to play remote control uh, helicopters before our planes. Uh, this time, it's real, real. Uh, I mean, if it's for real and uh, bigger, <laughs> yeah. And finally, how can we find out more about Agri Dome? 
Okay, so, well, um, you can see from my background, so we also have a Facebook page. You can search uh, us uh, through Agridom Corp. We also have our website. Uh, it's www.agridomcorp.com. You can also send us an email at info at agridomcorp.com or agridomcorp at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on our show, Jennifer. Yeah, thank you, Al. Thank you. So that's all, folks. We hope this episode has provided you with new perspectives and ideas on how technology can transform agriculture and contribute to a more sustainable future. And for our listeners, if you want to learn more about AgriDump and their mission to promote innovative and sustainable agriculture, you can visit their website by clicking the link below. And please don't forget to follow us for more inspiring stories and insights from our change makers and inspiring entrepreneurs like Jennifer. Thanks again for tuning in at the Startup and Empowerment Academy podcast. This is your host, Eleanor Oberio. Until next time, stay empowered and reach for your dreams. Thank you for tuning in to the Startup and Empowerment Academy podcast. We hope you found this episode valuable and that it has inspired you to take action on your entrepreneurial dreams. Remember, starting and growing a business takes hard work and perseverance, but the reward is worth it. So, don't be afraid to take that first step and pursue your passions. We'll be back with more expert insights and practical advice, so be sure to tune in. Until then, keep hustling and chasing your dreams.